reading from the first book of Maccabees. There came forth a sinful root, Antiochus Epiphanes, son of Antiochus the king. He had been a hostage in Rome. He began to reign the 137th year of the kingdom of the Greeks. In those days lawless men came forth from Israel and misled many, saying, Let us go and make a covenant with the Gentiles round about us. For since we are separated from them, many evils have come upon us. This proposal pleased them, and some of the people eagerly went to the king. He authorized them to observe the ordinances of the Gentiles. So they built a gymnasium in Jerusalem, according to Gentile custom, and removed the marks of circumcision and abandoned the Holy Covenant. They joined with the Gentiles and sold themselves to do evil. Then the king wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one people and that each should give up his customs. All the Gentiles accepted the command of the king Many, even from Israel, gladly adopted his religion. They sacrificed to idols and profaned the Sabbath. Now on the fifteenth day of Chislev, in the one hundred and forty-fifth year, they erected a desolating sacrilege upon the altar of burnt offerings. They also built altars in the surrounding cities of Judah, and burnt incense at the doors of the houses and in the streets. The books of the law which they found they tore to pieces and burned with fire. Where the book of the covenant was found in the possession of anyone, or if anyone adhered to the law, the decree of the king condemned him to death. But many in Israel stood firm and were resolved in their hearts not to eat unclean food. They chose to die rather than to be defiled by food or to profane the Holy Covenant. And they did die, and very great wrath came upon Israel. The Word of the Lord.
pity me from man's oppression, and I will keep your precepts. Those who harm me unjustly draw near, they are far from your Lord. Give me thy power, and I will do your will. Salvation is far from the wicked, who are heedless of your statutes. I look at the faithless with disgust, they ignore your promise. Give me life, O Lord, and I will do your will.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And here, hearing a multitude going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. The Gospel of the Lord. When the King's commissioners came to Glastonbury, they had clear instructions that the superior and his officials had to be denounced as corrupt, slack, lukewarm, unchristian, and unmonastic. The problem was that the community at Glastonbury believed, quite rightly, otherwise. Richard Whiting, abbot appointed by Cardinal Wolsey, in fact, was, by all accounts, a good and just superior. He had reigned successfully for over ten years, and all of the monks loved and cared about him. What were the king's commissioners to do, therefore? Well, needless to say, in accordance with immortal practice, they seized the young monks and interviewed them at night, one by one, indicating that, on the one hand, a bribe would help them on in life and punishment if they did not agree to the king's commissioner's statement that the abbot was concealing vast millions of funds which he had appropriated to himself for his own immoral living. None of the young monks, to their credit, were prepared to accept any of this, and so it followed almost inevitably that the 79-year-old abbot, so ill as to be near death, was carted off to London for interrogation browbeating and abuse. During that time his courage indeed wavered, but he was strengthened and by the Lord enabled to continue his witness. He was taken back to Wells for a show trial and then on inevitably, though it was never clear what he was charged with, to Glastonbury and hauled up on a hurdle to the Tor and there, next to the Church of St. Michael, he was hung, drawn, and quartered, an extraordinary and glorious conclusion to a long reign. So too with the other great abbots. They had their trials, they had their witness, and the courage of the Lord was with them. We live in substantially similar times, where we too are called to daily courage and proclamation. The persecution is there, but not, perhaps, the public execution. Let us ask those abbots to strengthen us in our resolve 
and to help us to fulfill our own monastic calling at this time. It might see that it is seem that it is frail, but it is nonetheless pleasing to God, the more so indeed we might say. May those monks, for they died for the faith and for us, strengthen us at this time by their prayers, and we may we in our turn seek constantly their support and entrust our needs and our difficulties and our trials to the loving mercy of Christ our Lord. Saint John, Saint Richard, Saint Hugh, pray for us. <coughs>
Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive, Holy Father, the offerings we bring in commemoration of the holy martyrs, and grant that we, your servants, may be found steadfast in confessing your name. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift up the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For you are glorified when your saints are praised. Their very sufferings are but wonders of your might. In your mercy you give order to their faith. To their endurance you grant firm resolve, and in their struggle the victory is yours through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration, and we, with all the host of angels, cry out, and without end we acclaim. accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, and all those who holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servant. and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. <clears throat> In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord, Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, our blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John, and Paul, Cosmos, and Damien, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, 
order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to first acknowledge and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, <clears throat> he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took his precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, <coughs> and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. <coughs> Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, Offer to your glorious majesty, from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the Just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest, Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who, through this participation at the altar, receive the most holy body and blood of your Son, may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, life, and peace. To us also, your servants, who those sinners, hoping your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share in fellowship with your apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Silas, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Petra, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon. 
to Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. <clears throat> through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty, Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever. Jesus commanded form by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. 
Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that being nourished by the bread of heaven and made one body in Christ, we may never be separated from his love, and after the example of your holy martyrs, Richard Whiting, John Beach, Hugh Langdon, we may bravely overcome all things for the sake of him who loved us, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. <laughs>